0: Welcome to the That's Scheiße podcast today with
1: Ethan and Jacob.
0: Hi, everyone. Today we're going to talk about artificial intelligence and robots. To start off, I think we're going to divide the podcast into two parts. In the first one, I would like to talk a bit about robot consciousness and artificial intelligence in general. And in the second part, I would like to focus a bit more on robotic warfare, weapons, AI, and the ethics that comes with that. Because in the first part, I think we're going to just look a bit more about the theoretical aspects of the whole AI thing and in the second part really the the situation that is going on today what do you think is like the biggest difference between humans and a robot
1: well I think it's the fact that humans are like naturally born and robots are like built with materials that we find and put together okay and what type of robots do you already interact in on a
0: day-to-day basis,
1: Or do you think there aren't any? No, I think everyone nowadays interacts with a robot in some way. For example, like the searching algorithm, in a way, is also a robot. Right. So, yeah. Also my phone. <laughs> like, <laughs> but not really a robot, but like also some form of artificial intelligence sometimes. Yeah, Siri thing.
0: Yeah, in general, I think AI is is coming more and more into our daily life. Like you said, search algorithm, but also like in stores, um, just they pick out and are responsible for more and more of our decisions. What is shown up in your news feed and stuff like that is more and more picked out by AI. And today, the way that the AI is developing, there are quite a lot of people out there that are a bit. Like, they're a bit afraid of the the way that AI is going down and and in which direction we're going with it. There are today already some robots where we are able to say that they at least have some sort of consciousness. So, like, three or four years ago, there was an experiment with, like, three robots. And they basically, they two of the three robots cannot talk. They basically... There's a button and this button got pushed and because of that they cannot speak. And so only one robot can speak. And there is a test out there that basically asks all the three robots the question, can you speak? And the first answer that the robot gives, or the, the, the answer that the robot gives that is allowed to speak, that can speak, is I don't know. And because he hears his own words, he is then able to conclude that he he is the one that can speak. And this is like one of the basic tests that shows that we're going into a direction or or that that we do now have some sort of robots um, that are able to recognize some sort of awareness and consciousness. And you might be asking, you know, is it just a simple what if you could program really simple a robot that is just a what if clause? And so, but it isn't in that case. So you can actually look at the program and the way that it thinks that it concludes out of his own words that he actually is this and that robot, which is quite
1: crazy when I... I think that's really cool. I I love <laughs> that kind of shit. Like, I know like most people are like, "Oh my god, no, this is moving too fast and I'm horrified," but I'm just like, "Yeah. <laughs> hurry up. Give me more." <laughs> so, I think it's awesome.
0: So, what do we, what do you would you like to see? Like if it's if you're saying, you know, hurry up, hurry <laughs> up, what's like your dream?
1: I don't know, like to have like a conversation with a robot that feels like refreshing <laughs> like like it doesn't feel like someone programmed the robot to say something yeah. but the robot formed its own words but isn't that already or or with like
0: you know things like Cortana and Siri and these things you don't really see that already in these tools
1: yeah because i don't know they're like First of all, I never use them because they're, they're annoying. They're pretty stubborn. Yeah, and also it's just like, I think the way they work is just they record the most common answers of the users and then later use them as answers to other users.
0: Yeah, that's basically simple AI to some extent, right? Yeah. You basically want to have an interaction with your robot. And it's 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 a thing that would actually, I think it would rather freak me out. To some extent, however... Depends
1: what they say.
0: <laughs> right. But also, um, it's it's just... It's reality that we are having more and more of these devices and, and more... I mean, the technology goes as far as that we are... That there are now robots out there that are actually able to basically have a conversation with you. So, it's already in existence. Right now, the reason why we don't really have it in like consumer electronics is because like the processing power that is needed to process all the information and to give a correct answer isn't really there yet but i just need to say like imagination that i like have for example a toaster that is able to talk to me there's
1: the ai vape <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> you no it's a new thing it's just like you can tell the ai like hey turn on and then it lights up and then it's there turn off
0: Well but this isn't really ai am i, I?
1: know but it's called the ai vape
0: but now let's imagine like maybe not a toaster or a, or a coffee machine that just you know you wake up and you go into the kitchen and then it's like hey good hey, morning <laughs> how would you like the how would you like your coffee and then
1: but that could also just be, like, a pre-recorded setting.
0: Yeah, yeah, now, let's move on a bit from there. Like, suddenly this coffee machine starts, like...
1: Smart. Being shit.
0: No, 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 no. <laughs> I, I just, like, it starts to tell you more about coffee in general. It starts to interact with you. In the evening when you come home, it's still awake and asks you how was your day and stuff. Because, I mean, honestly, with the whole smart home thing
1: alexa exactly
0: (laughs) we have a lot more microphones in our homes, so more or less we're already telling these tools more and more so i think it's not that far away to to imagine really a coffee machine that is able to basically listen to everything and the next step would then be to respond to everything as well and at that point sort of the question that arises is should we give them like rights
1: I mean, if they do develop th- a consciousness to the point where they ask for rights, I mean, then it's pretty much... <laughs> I'd say, yeah.
0: And how do you think would, like, everyone react to that?
1: They probably freak out and try to destroy the <laughs> robots before there's some kind of apocalypse.
0: Ma- the Matrix.
1: <laughs> Does that happen there?
0: Well, there are robots or just machines. Yeah. It's basically it's, the same
1: Okay, that's like the next step,
0: <laughs> but uh, yeah. I mean yeah, you, you went to like the apocalyptic point, so y- you would like to see more of that,
1: yeah, and actually, if like robots did become sentient to the point that they do want equal rights, then I would also think, yeah, they deserve those. So I don't think like robots are in some way inferior to us or deserve less rights.
0: And what if they start to demand more rights because they are cleverer than human beings?
1: Yeah, that's when, <laughs> <laughs> that's when I start to get scared of it. because like, after all, we did make them. Right. So they always won.
0: <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of like famous people out there saying that they're afraid of ai they're afraid of this development and i think it's it's a reasonable question if we're gonna get to the point where where we do have that coffee machine that is like able to give you i don't know like relationship advice and stuff whether it's not already too late because you're like you said you know you hurry up hurry up and i'm like slow it down (laughs) i'm i'm there a bit more conservative but not because i think I think a i will offer a lot of possibilities I mean autonomous driving stuff like that, but I am sort of scared about like everything that seems to be like humanized, like faces that can talk, and
1: yeah, those are scary,
0: and like the the Boston Dynamics robots that we both saw in that video were They're basically walking like humans. They're able to walk around. They run around. And just the way that they walk scares me. Because they walk sort of weirdish.
1: Yeah. Actually, personally, I prefer if they walk in a weird way than if, like, they put some human face mask on their faces and make them look as human as possible. Exactly. So, actually, the more robotic they look, The the better. Because I don't like the thinking capacity that i think it's cool if they're human or like even smarter than us but the looks we have so many options why would we just make smarter humans Maybe We could just let them be robots you know
0: i'm not sure whether we really are able to stop it and i think there is i mean i have no clue whether robots are gonna be horrible for humans or whether they're gonna be good
1: I think they'll be good
0: that's a very optimistic view yeah
1: (laughs) no because I mean robots are very like by programming they're made to be rational so there wouldn't be for example a robot would have no reason to be racist or like marginalize a certain group
0: well but but i mean let me stop you there (laughs) okay
1: i mean if the programmer was a racist and programmed the robot to be but
0: ai for me concludes exactly or consciousness concludes that the robot is able to to be aware of it and and now let me say we're having that coffee machine and it realizes or that it's it's a thing like it 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 gets conscious
1: mm-hmm.
0: and now it demands rights and we don't give these rights to the to the robot what happens then isn't the robot automatically going to get racist against humans to some extent because he's being discriminated and like you said he's rational and sees that humans are never going to give him
1: the right that
0: he deserves.
1: I mean, I think it depends also on the human's reaction. Right. So if like, but I
0: think we agree that they're going to freak
1: out. Not maybe freak out. I think it depends on also like how the robot is programmed. Right. So if it's programmed to be like more calm, Mm -hmm. then maybe it's just gonna like be, oh, okay. okay, guess I have no rights then. Or it could, also become violent but i think people are being careful not to program but this is
0: sort of the thing with ai ai basically artificial intelligence it says that it develops you know new features and new abilities yeah so maybe it's programmed the one way but it starts to realize or looks at humans and sees these are furious people
1: and it changes right okay that's possible then we just need to be good role models to the robots
0: and we know how fantastic role models humans are yeah
1: yeah it's not gonna be good
0: <laughs> how do you think w- will we will we treat robots when they're here like when <laughs> at the point where like your your work made as a robot
1: i mean it would very greatly i think like certain people would treat them like absolute garbage and just force them to do shit and also like verbally abuse them because it's some form of outlet but like i would try to befriend my robot (laughs) like i think would it would be a cool challenge to see if you can actually like form a friendship with it so yeah i'd be nice
0: have you seen the film her
1: I think, is that the guy who falls in love with his computer? Yeah.
0: Can you imagine?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Maybe. I mean, if it's programmed well enough and realistically enough, then sure.
0: And you think he could be happy?
1: No. (laughs) Probably (laughs) not. No. There is sort of this thesis
0: that that scientists have that you you said or talked before about like the, the sentient thing that robots are, will never really be able to... They be Basically, they will be able to sort of create a simulation or emulate feelings, but they're never going to have, like, for example, the same type of emotions that humans can have when they're listening to music or when they see the sunset. Yeah. The interesting thing is science cannot really... Explain how this, these feelings really work, how we create these feelings. And there are quite a lot of people saying that robot will be able to do a lot of things. They will be able to walk around, speak fluently, whatever, do stuff. But that's the thing that's going to differentiate them from us. And I, I definitely think it would be really weird having a relationship with a robot. But I think it's going to be normal in some years because um, there are a lot of
1: desperate people out there. <laughs> But th- you can just buy a girlfriend online. <laughs> exactly.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Deliver tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs>
1: there is a Black Mirror episode about that, I think.
0: And what happens?
1: Or, no, I think it's like a woman who orders a robot that looks like her dead husband. Wow, that's weird. And also he's programmed based on previous chat history of him. And, like, emails, so he also, like, talks like him. Yeah. And I'm not going to spoiler it, but it's it's very uh, fun to think about.
0: A being that has no emotion is also, for me, really far away from a human. And for me, the big, the big question is going to be, like, how close can I identify with a robot? Or won't I be able to do that?
1: But, I mean, there's also, like, humans... Who can't experience emotion.
0: Yes, that's true.
1: Would you still see them as
0: human? <laughs> well, I think you would agree that it's really difficult to live with uh, such human being. Or connect. With yeah. Them. Yeah. And so automatically there is going to be a sort of a separation between the two.
1: But I th- still think it ch- could be something you can overcome.
0: Definitely. Yeah. Mm. Especially, like, the advantages. Like, your your wife that you purchased <laughs> online, she's going to do everything you want, right? Basically, <laughs> she's going to cook for you and...
1: But not complain. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And if she's angry at you, you just turn her off.
1: <laughs> I'm like, that is so messed up, but you're right.
0: I just think relationship with robots are going to be normal because I think today there are already people that basically... You know they they chat online, and I think it's it's not gonna take that long until you know AI is gonna be able to have a conversation with you perfectly online. So you you don't really realize that there is not a human being behind.
1: Yeah, you wouldn't be able to know. Right, right.
0: And so that's not gonna.
1: (laughs) Maybe there's online. There's already like these spam bots yeah. <laughs> that try to get you on certain websites. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but but I'm yeah well
0: I'm I'm not a hundred percent sure whether and how fast that's that's gonna take. And I just wanted to tell um you you were talking about this Black Mirror episode. One thing that I I I, I think I saw a video about that was like, a, he he created someone created an application with his dad before his dad died and so it's basically like siri but with the voice of his dad Mm -hmm. and so you can ask certain questions like when were you born or tell me this story about it and then like the the answer that the dad gave him when he was still alive kicks in i thought just I remember this as a really nice thing to sort of still be able to connect with someone, mm-hmm. but also really fucked up. Like, it's weird.
1: It's it's sad also.
0: Well, I'm not sure whether it's sad. I think it's also cute.
1: It's c- cute, but I mean, not sad like in a pathetic way, but just like it makes you just nostalgic. And like, it's also like a lie in a way, because like he's dead, but you pretend he's still there. And sometimes it's better to move on, I think. I guess that's true, yeah.
0: We're going to take a break now and we'll be right back.
1: Welcome back.
0: In the second part, I want to focus on a thing because right now we were talking mostly
1: about dating a robot (laughs) right
0: (laughs) right and also about a lot of things where we we're pretty unsure about how it really is gonna roll out and end up one of the things that you hear a lot in the media I think um, and in general is really something that is already happening today are basically weapons that are being that are based and and work with AI and just to sort of kick in the discussion during the Obama administration there were 90% less people involved in real war so basically a lot less human beings there but the amount of drone attacks was 10 times larger than before in other words, that a lot more war actions are being made with basically unmanned tools.
1: Yeah, but weren't the drones still, like, controlled by a human?
0: Well, on one side, that's true, but it's it's really close. I mean, these are drones that are so highly technological advanced that basically you just decide whether you want to kill it, this this object or not. You give in the coordinates, it flies there automatically... and kills them Yeah, and also things like that are now being developed or for example that you have a tank and you have like 10 smaller tanks around this one tank and in in the main tank there are still human beings but all the other ones are basically operated on their own and they basically protect the main tank exactly and it's not that far away because you're not going to I think it's not going to take too long till these tanks are going to shoot automatically right now I believe at least or I hope that we don't really leave um, the responsibility to these machines but we're really really close drones I mean also consumer drones are being able to detect more and more Uh, there was also one scenario where they were looking at basically pilots against drones And the pilots in simulations basically always lost because the drones were way better at reacting, way faster and way more accurate. In other words, the issue that is there is that if one country
1: develops drones, everybody else needs to use them as well. Because otherwise they'd have a huge advantage. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, realistically speaking, (laughs) they definitely will... Because, I mean, if it's about life or death, then you'd rather choose the option that gives you the sure win. And then, obviously, the others have to follow suit. So, I do think it's almost an unavoidable situation. Well,
0: it's it's very similar to...
1: Well, pe- there are people out there saying that it's the third evolution
0: in, in warfare. Mm-hmm. First was gunpowder. Second was the atomic bomb. And now it's AI. Yeah, And if you look at the atomic bomb, for example, it's very similar with AI because it's never going to stop. It's an immense waste of money
1: and it's self-destructive in the end. But I do think it's less of a waste than like nuclear power. Why? Because like at least this, uh, uh, the scientific advances we make with that technology can also be used in other fields Uh, like you can't (laughs) use an atomic bomb in your kitchen
0: (laughs) well i mean look at nuclear plants
1: yeah okay that's one thing (laughs) (laughs) one thing (laughs) fine (laughs) but i think generally ai is more like all around beneficial or just has more upsides than an atomic bomb does because it's still well, bad the, for the, the environment the question
0: is sort of and, and this is why a lot of people are asking or, or just thinking that, you sh- that we should ban AI weapons what happens in the case that a drone decides to kill another human being because it, it doesn't really matter how you're gonna argue but it's then the point where there's clearly an enemy for this AI it decides uh, upon a life and death and until today, I mean, we have talked about that in the podcast before. It's it's doubtful whether we're as humans are allowed to decide upon death or not, and leaving this responsibility to machines is just. I mean, I agree with that. I, I think it's it's from an ethics point of view, it's it's quite problematic. Yeah. Yeah. Problematic, and it's dangerous.
1: Definitely. But also I think like if you use these AI in a war then obviously you wouldn't like just plant them under civilians and say, hey, go nuts. (laughs) But they would like put them on a war zone I hope. Or maybe not. Maybe just everyone dies.
0: Imagine that terrorist groups shoot down a drone, get the technology and use it then for their own. So... It's, that would be not good. No, and it's 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 basically what describes AI pretty well. Is today we would be still able to say we don't want to really have these tools. We're not going to use them because it's it's really similar to the atomic bomb. Definitely, there are going to be some advantages. I I I think that's that's true. I mean, we're going to use some of that technology in in our civilian lives. But it's also going to raise a lot of questions in in ethics. And I believe at least it's a really dangerous thing. Because I, I mean I already think we as humans should not be allowed to kill people. And why should then a machine be able to decide whether someone lives or dies. And who takes responsibility for this behavior. I mean you could look at Tesla and their autonomous driving and, I mean, there is already, I think, a discussion out there. What what happens if the car is in autonomous mode and crashes into something?
1: No, but also, I actually, <laughs> last week, we discussed that in our ethics class. It's like, currently, they're deciding how to program that if the car knows, it can't pull the brake anymore. Right. And there's like two groups of people right and the car has to decide which group to run over yeah. and that's just so messed up to me but like yeah that's things that need to be decided but also I just think like the car needs to just drive straight ahead, <laughs> <laughs> like no matter what
0: I understand this issue and it's I mean with the Tesla it's and, and these things coming more and more into our lives it's it's gonna be you know we're gonna need to answer these questions at one point, but just with with war, I think it's it's one step ahead because it's a it's a machine and it's a i s specifically built
1: to kill people,
0: which is a bit different from a car that wants to drive you around,
1: yeah, but also I think like I can't really imagine how the AI is supposed to work. Like, it's a robot with, like, a built-in gun or something. And if it sees a target, it can decide, do I kill it or do I not? Right.
0: So, so just for, for the listeners, that please check out the Boston Dynamics Robotics things. These are just one of the most advanced robots that are out there. And the one that you, for example, saw walking around is being built on one side especially for like rescue missions in a war scenario or just another scenario as well but yeah you could imagine really troops full of these robots armed with guns that enter a certain area before some human soldiers enter the place so they are always going to be on the front they're going to be the first one to show up therefore the ones that are going to take the most bullets just to when we're talking about rights as well you could yeah go into there but the same goes like i said for tanks or for for other machines that that are going to enter and there is definitely always going to be a scenario where these machines are going to interact with humans yeah th- th- there is sorry there there is yeah. the nice imagination that we're going to just fight wars machine against machine and then it's just a technology war which I would be fine with. I mean, honestly, if you want to blow all your money on, <laughs> on like, maybe interesting reality TV show with robots killing robots, good, I'm fine with that. But as, as soon as one of these robots interacts with a human...
1: I do think, like, if you just put a robot in a war zone right. and it knows it just has to kill every soldier there that's, like, from the different team. Right. Like, a human soldier does the exact same thing. He knows he has to kill every one of those enemies or else he's gonna die so the robot basically just does the dirty work for the human but like there isn't really an aspect on deciding which ones do I kill and which ones do I well not there kill. is
0: imagine as for I mean it's I think it's a normal scenario in war and um, you have it with drones for example the robots approach for example a village and it's absolutely clear in this village there are
1: civilians,
0: Civilians, but okay. there also aren't people. And it's not really clear who is who.
1: Yeah, but I mean, humans make mistakes too.
0: Right, but that's exactly the point. It's, it's sort of humans. I, I think this is just, we're right there where, where it gets interesting. Because, I mean, a human has to live with that for the rest of his life. And also a human can be made responsible for his actions, which is something that would be way more difficult with a robot. And it's also, it seems to me that you're trying, like you said, you let someone else do the dirty work for you. Which I think is is problematic because it means you don't really see what's really happening anymore. I know, I know. You basically close your eyes and say, I don't care how it's being done. Just get it done. Yeah. And that's just something that's like completely against all of my worldview. and and yeah.
1: Yeah, no, no. I'm not saying it's like a good thing that we should let robots do killings for us. Okay. I'm just saying like that would be probably a pro for the military. Like they would think All right. that would be an Yeah, advantage.
0: I mean they can stay at home. Yeah, exactly. <laughs>
1: but also I do think like in that situation, mm-hmm. and I think it's also like you could apply to police brutality. It's just like when a human sees themselves in danger, they're much more trigger happy. Like someone could just walk towards them and they'd be much more likely to shoot them even if they aren't a danger. And I do think a robot would be able to just rationally see is this person a threat and then not kill them. So it is possible that actually AI could like spare more lives because they can just rationally decide instead of being like in an adrenaline rush.
0: That's actually, I think you're you're right. And it's, it's something where
1: I, I like I, hearing that. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I think I read this like in like with the drones when I said that the drones against the pilots were way better because they're actually really able to be more precise. Yeah, which you're saying, but exactly there is is once again where we're in a situation with the Tesla, and the point being that you're basically deciding whether you wanna kill group A or kill group B. And that's sort of the difficult thing because basically the human says, you know, you need to decide which way to go. And I just think it's not the decision that should be made by any machine. As long as the machine is not really that advanced that we could say it has a consciousness. If it's doing a bad job, we can put it like into a prison or we can
1: also sort of
0: do harm to the machine or do try to to
1: look at the codes and see what
0: went wrong (laughs) well maybe we're gonna be able to do what we won't but just there needs to be some sort of justice yeah i'm not sure how tesla is gonna solve their problem because i think there is no justice in that point
1: i think they're like running online surveys where you can say like which lives have more value yeah
0: but that's 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 exactly what you shouldn't do
1: yeah but it's I mean the way valuing
0: life is one of the most
1: I know <laughs> but it's just the way it is and we need to decide these things beforehand so we can So implement. let's decide now. Let's decide.
0: The example that I always use is like there's a train track.
1: Yeah, that's a good one. I like that one. Yeah.
0: And so basically I'm not sure why but but there's like a split. So there there's a train coming and then there are two train tracks
1: basically. And you can... Pull a lever. Exactly. And if you pull it, then the train goes the other route. Yeah. And if you don't, then it just drives straight ahead.
0: And straight ahead are three people on a track. And on the other is only one.
1: Do you pull the lever or not? And I personally just not pull the lever.
0: Me me neither.
1: Yeah. But I'm also like a coward. (laughs) If
0: I compare that to the the ai thing in, in war what that means is i prefer staying with the soldiers over ai because ai is pulling a lever that means deciding sort of a making a really really difficult weird decision if you give ai or or this robot the responsibility to choose yeah for me that's that's my my point
1: yeah i do see it but also like do you see that that would save lives in the long run
0: well in our case we wouldn't save
1: lives right maybe we would maybe Uh, we would uh, save civilian lives
0: i mean just like oh no i mean like on a train track example Uh we don't save lives and i i think like in water is not going to be there basically it's never a win-win situation
1: obviously yeah
0: and as long as i mean for example just just going to put it that way like if you could have like a robot that shoots maybe like poisoned armor and not kill these people and then like basically handcuff them and like bring them back well that would be an interesting approach because you could save the life of someone yeah but as long as a robot kills someone else i'm going to say it at least needs to be authorized Authorized, yes (laughs) by a human being
1: like that it's just like a remote control right in a way yeah
0: that this person takes responsibility for the action
1: so it's more to you that if someone does something wrong that they can't be punished for it
0: it's not about the punishment it's about the responsibility
1: so it's the before taking an action right okay that's fair
0: i don't see yet how you could make a machine responsible for something
1: yeah because it was programmed by exactly him. yeah
0: which goes as well for the tesla so i think this is sort of the the risk in my in my eyes in case of the tesla i still believe that the driver is responsible as long as There is not a car where the car itself is going to be responsible for it, and therefore the manufacturer,
1: right? Yeah, but I also think like right now we didn't really talk about AI. Actually, those are just war robots. But I think if it is a fully like sentient AI, then it also starts to be like have a sense of self. And then it can also be made responsible for it. But actions.
0: like we, we, we said or talked about in the first part, it's for me it depends a lot on emotions. Yeah.
1: And well, mm, I mean there's certain serial killers who just have no empathy, no nothing, but they're still made responsible for their actions. Yeah, and
0: then electrocuted. <laughs>
1: Sometimes, yeah. <laughs>
0: I mean, there are people that we we will never be able to to help in any possible way, and it's sad for them, but it's reality. But I I understand it, and it's it's really similar. I, if there is at one point gonna be a robot that can like be your body, can be your girlfriend, whatever, <laughs> and it's just as long as the robot is able to be like be conscious and maybe break up with you and, and do something else, I'm fine with that. And then send these people to war. I mean, then. Just besides humans there are also going to be robots but the way that i see it coming there are going to be two issues the first is going to be you're going to send these robots in there and if they're conscious then we once again are going to be talking about robots and rights because why do you send robots instead of human beings if they're conscious so i don't think that we're going to get there it's a tough one (laughs) it's a really tough one yeah and I think it's one that's gonna stay a big discussion. I mean, not necessarily in war scenarios, but there's just more and more of these decisions being brought into our lives. I mean, it starts with the Tesla. It goes on with like drones flying over the heads, delivering packages and it crashes and someone dies and stuff. So the responsibility is, is for is for me like the key question who takes
1: on the responsibility. I'd say the programmer.
0: (laughs) Right, but I I mean, ask Tesla, but I don't think that they want to pay, like, for for the civilians that...
1: Yeah. Elon Musk, shithead. (laughs) (laughs) Ooh. (laughs) But, yeah. But I'm pro-robot for now. Just not, like, use them in wars. But in general, I think AI helps us a lot.
0: You want to replace Hank the Hamster with a robot?
1: No, I like Hank the Hamster. And stop mentioning him when he's not relevant.
0: (laughs) Okay. Well, I I think I am looking close at the development. I don't really see myself having a relationship or anything like that with a robot.
1: You don't know that yet.
0: (laughs) But if there's going to be one day a robot, I think that that is able, conscious, and is like a good body of mine. Well, I am pro diversity, so why not include machines in our lives?
1: Well said. So, is that it? I guess so. Yeah, good. We'll see you next week. Bye.